Hey everybody, it's Jordan Soul to your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome to a new show. This is episode 286, and thank you for joining me. Today I'm going to be talking about training, which is a little backwards because on Wednesday, I talked about nutrition. Normally it's the opposite way around with my Foodie Friday Workout Wednesday type type deal, uh, but I got a question that I wanted to answer through the podcast. Now in today's show, there's something, it's not even a sickness, it's something like in the air here in Texas that's making me cough and I have to clear my throat all the time. So I apologize if I do that in advance because everyone in my office is doing it. There's people walking around in the grocery store doing it. It's just something that's happening for some reason right now and I can't tell you why. But hopefully that doesn't interrupt the show too much because it's a great point that a lot of people need to hear. Thank you for joining me for another show, and let's get started. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, guys? Today on this episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast, I am going to be answering a listener question. So this is a quick one. It's just going to be one question and answer about training, which is, I mean, something I love to answer questions about. It's it's what I nerd out about in my spare time, in my podcast, at work, all this stuff. I nerd out about it. And this question was a really interesting one, so I wanted to share it on the podcast. A lot of times I'll just answer them through my Instagram, at StoltzFit, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T. But in this case, I actually wanted to answer it on the show because I think it's a piece of valuable information, a point that a lot of people can take home about their exercise selection. And I'll get into the question now. The question says, hi, Jordan. I have a lot of issues with my body trying to implement a good workout program like you talk about, overhead press, bench press, squats, deadlifts, all the compound movements. However, I have a lot of injuries. I've hurt my ankle. I've had knee surgery. My back hurts all the time because of some disc issues, and my mobility sucks. How can I work around these issues that have plagued me for years and still do exercises like the squat overhead press, bench, and deadlift, so my workouts are effective. Thank you so much, and then they sign their name. Now, your first inclination of how I might answer this question, it could be something along the lines of, uh, you know, fixing those injuries, right? Which, of course, is the best thing to do, but a lot of times, you can't do it, right? If you have knee surgery, if you have ankle problems like I heard a story about um, a wrestler who had a piece of wood through their calf right and then they had ankle mobility issues after that that's pretty hard to fix because of actually an acute issue that happened if it's a disc issue with your back that's not that easy to fix it's just mobility drills and foam rollers right if it's really just hip mobility you got to stretch the hip flexors a little bit that's easy enough but a lot of these issues if they're not impossible to fix They're gonna take months, if not years, if not decades, to actually fully fix and make make yourself go through a full movement 
of a squat, overhead press, bench, and deadlift. And those are the movements that I structure a lot of programs around. But why do I do that, right? Is there any magic in the squat, bench, overhead press, or deadlift? The answer to that is a strong no. And what I want you to do is stop feeling like you have to do these movements because there really isn't anything super special or super crazy about them that's going to elicit more gains than doing an exercise of a similar pattern. And what I'm talking about is you have movement patterns associated with each exercise, right? If you're doing a squat, of course that's a squat movement pattern, but that doesn't mean you have to do a barbell squat. If you if you have a deadlift, that's a hinge, right? Because you're bending at the waist. That doesn't have to be a barbell deadlift. If you're doing overhead press, that's just putting your arms over your head or using your shoulders. If it's a bench press, it's a horizontal press. And then you got the other ones like rows, right? Horizontal pulls, vertical pulls, carries, lunges, that kind of thing. Every exercise has an associated movement pattern, even if it's an isolation one, like a bicep curl. Everything has a movement pattern, and that's what you need to be thinking of your exercises in as you're making a program. So if I'm someone that, if I if I program for you, if you're a client for me, right, my goal is to program for you for a few months, write programs with exercise advice in them, but after a certain amount of time, you could scrap those exercises, rerun the whole program, because the split, the set rep scheme, the volume progression all makes sense, but what you can do is rotate exercises. So you could do, right, if I program a barbell squat, the basics, but you know you run that, maybe barbell squats are kind of bothering you, it kind of hurts your back, you don't like doing them, you don't have the equipment to do them, feel free to do a leg press. Feel free to do a hack squat machine. Feel free to do uh, a goblet squat, right? Now, could you do a Romanian deadlift in place of the squat, the straight leg deadlift? No, you could not do that because it is a different movement pattern. Could you do a leg extension? Not really, because that's more of a knee extension type exercise where the squat is multiple joints moving through that exercise, right? It has to be the squat movement pattern but you could easily replace. There's nothing magic about the high bar squat, low bar squat, even a barbell squat in general. So if it hurts you, stop doing them. And if you don't like the exercise, stop doing them. I found out with deadlifts, an exercise I used to love. I used to, it used to be my favorite exercise. If you would ask me, what is your favorite exercise to do in the gym? If you could have picked one exercise, what would it be? I would say the deadlift. Um, And I still might for the one exercise you might pick, but probably not. In reality, I'd probably pick something like weighted pull-ups or dips, maybe. Uh, but if, you know, now as time has gone on, I just simply don't enjoy deadlifts as much. Not the act of deadlifting. That's not what I don't enjoy. What I don't enjoy is how deadlifting messes me up for days afterwards, right? I'm really sore, and I think that's just because I can deadlift a lot now, and I wasn't able to before. But when you're, I would say, over three or 400 pounds on the deadlift, it's going to really tax you, your central nervous system, it's going to really run you down, and it's really going to make the rest of your session not be so good. So I kind of made the decision, you know, the business decision, that I would rather have really good sessions, I would rather focus on more exercises, do them better, than just continue deadlifting for no reason, right? I mean, I can still achieve the hinge pattern with other movements. I could do a Romanian deadlift. Those don't mess me up as much. I could do a trap bar deadlift. That's a good one too. 
You could do kettlebell swings. You could do uh, med ball throws, right? There's all these movement patterns that you can do. You could even get away with doing just isolation work on the muscles you're doing, like a hip thrust, a leg curl, or a combination of them, that kind of thing. So look on your program, break your program down by movements, and then take out what doesn't bother you. So the answer to this question is going to be, you don't have to fix these issues to make a good program. What you need to do is adjust your program around your issues, work on your issues in the spare time, and be sure you're not just ignoring them, but don't feel like you're not able to have a good workout because of some issues, right? If a back squat hurts your back because of the bar on your back, try a goblet squat with it sitting on your hands in front of you. If a bench press hurts your shoulders, try a floor press where it's a shorter range of motion or maybe a machine at the gym. (gasps) A machine. Maybe a hammer strength machine, maybe dumbbells, right? Something like that. If an overhead press is a hard position for you to get in, you probably shouldn't be doing a subpar overhead press, right? Probably rather see you do Uh, a shoulder press machine, more lateral raises, uh, or even something like a one-arm dumbbell press that might be easier for you to get into, right? There's a lot of options. You have almost endless exercise selection. The key is to pick the movement patterns that you're going to be doing. Focus on exercises that feel good, that you enjoy in those movement patterns, and that you'll stick to for a long time, right? If If deadlifting just wrecks you like it does me, you might not stick to a program that has deadlifting in it, right? Now, there is an aspect to this. Are you just being soft and do you just need to kind of buck up and do the work, right? And put in the work and do the exercises. There might be some of that too. You can't get away with avoiding the movement patterns completely maybe. They are going to really help you, but they don't have to be the big four. And that's today's thought. Thank you for joining me for another show. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.